When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wonderful stuff. Uh, hello and welcome back to the Big Strong Leicester Boys podcast. That, of course, uh, Barry from EastEnders. Something inside so strong. We're going to do it anyway. Um, so, yeah, welcome back. I wasn't here last week, so thank you for the guys um, for looking after things. Very enjoyable listen. Um, and, of course, the great thing is I get to come back. And we've got another win, four from four, which is always uh, nice um, to be doing the podcast on that note. I mean, Jack, first and foremost, mate, um, thank you for filling in. And secondly, because I wasn't here, I mean, have I missed something? What is the the reason behind this this song? Because I feel once again massively out the loop. So explain things, please. Um, no worries for stepping in. Uh, absolutely fine. Uh, I can't actually remember, but Jordan <laughs> in the pub right. about 6.30 on Saturday said... Barry from EastEnders. We're doing that as the intro music. I can't really remember why. Right. So you might have to ask Jordan that one. Well, I can't remember either, but someone, Brilliant. Did, someone did suggest it. We're going to do it. It doesn't need anyway. to be a reason. No. Barry, no, he's no, unbelievable. I, I think, no I think context, it, Barry. I, I think it was something to do with the with the game in the sense that we just, we just won anyway, despite not playing very well. I think that was it. Right. Okay. Well, look, which um, doesn't actually make a lot of sense in hindsight, and I wasn't that drunk. I don't think Jordan was either. So, yeah, just go with it. It's fine. Oh no, absolutely. I said I didn't. I didn't ask or, or question it once. I just. I just went with it. Um, very. I'm enjoyable. seeing Barry on Friday. What do you mean you'll see? It? What you can see? He's at. He's at the big festival, uh, Alex <laughs> James's festival in Cotswolds. Right, I'm there. I'm going to see him. I'm going to go. I'm. I'm going to sing to him. Is it Serenade Barry? I need to know more about this festival. Is is Barry the headline act? No, no. Is he supporting someone he shouldn't be? (laughs) (laughs) It's like supporting the Arctic Monkeys. (laughs) (laughs) Barry, yeah, Barry's the sort of um, he's the he's the fluffer for uh, for other bigger bands, but. I can't wait. I don't think I've ever been more brilliant. excited to see anyone. Are you bringing the pizza oven? Is that why you're attending? No, no, I'm actually going. As, no, I'm going to. I'm going to see Barry and the gang. Right. Well, I mean, Another I'm very intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond intrigued. I, I, yeah. No, no understanding of why we played the music, but it just so turns out Rick is also going to see Barry from EastEnders this weekend at a gig. But look, um, 
a disclaimer from me as well as I said I do actually feel like a terrible fan because I wasn't there last week and you know when I popped onto the pod I said I hadn't even seen the the game other than the, the goal itself um I'll be brutally honest not too dissimilar again this week I was I was working um covering the National League this weekend so as I was just saying to the boys if you want to ask me about all the shot against York um I can I can let you know exactly what happened in that one I have seen extended highlights of the game but luckily Rick Jord and Jack were all there so of course um we can very much talk about the football um Jordan I'm going to come to you first mate so a 2-1 win uh dramatic last minute winner which is always exciting um what are your thoughts um on what is another win a hundred percent record four games in yeah i don't think you could have failed to enjoy saturday to be honest um it was the first one i'd been this season i was in latvia for the coventry game I was working for the huddersfield game so was really looking forward to getting back down the kp not you know it was difficult to get that excited about playing cardiff city at home in the championship let alone having when we played them in the prem before and in, in my style, I carried on from where I left off still, missed Ramsey's screamer. And I wasn't alone in missing Cassidy's goal. And I don't know how, but everyone in, I spoke to after the game seemed to have miss it, miss it go in because everyone was appealing for a penalty on Vardy. And then you just look round and it was in the back of the net and he was going mad. But watching the highlights back, it was literally the next kick of the ball. So I don't know how everyone's missed it, including me, but... I thought first half we played really well, um, or fairly well. I thought we should have had a penalty on Mavididi. It, it was at the other end. I've not seen that back, but it looked like a foul. Um, was pleased for Wanya Marcel, Mavi, Madi Vidua. As Rick said last week, everyone just calls him Wanya Marcel now. Um, unbelievable strike. He didn't do a lot else other than that, but I was pleased for him. And I loved his celebration as well. Um, obviously, Ramsey's goal was just pure quality. Um, we were actually talking in the stands before, like, how's he ended up back at Cardiff? Like, you know, it was at Arsenal and even Juve. And then he went to Rangers and he, his career seems to have just nosedived completely. And then when you see that, um, I think I saw Tanner said, arguably nobody else in the league could do that. And I think that's probably a fair comment. I mean, it's an unbelievable strike. Nothing you can do about it at all. Um, and the worst possible time to concede. But we didn't play that well again in the second half. Um they should have gone two one up, but the finishing at this level, as I said in the last couple of games, is nowhere near the level of the Prem. And you know, last season we'd have we'd have probably not won won a game to be honest out of these last three. Um, and fair play to the to the lads because Vardy's come on um, with twenty left, uh, kind of galvanised the team again. I thought that was probably a penalty to be honest on Vardy. Um, obviously, we know he he knows how to purchase penalties. <laughs> I thought that was a foul. And yeah, the, like the Italian lads come on. Um, he looked fairly tired. He didn't do a huge amount, but right place, right time. We've been crying out for a, a ten this season. Uh, someone in that in that um, box just sniffing out the opportunity. And fair play to him because, like I say, I missed the goal. Everyone else is busy appealing, even the players. It looked like the Cardiff players completely stopped, and he was the only one who was switched on enough to to put it in. And his celebration was incredible. He was absolutely delighted. And he did the bow in front of um, SK1. Mm. And the last person who did that was Esteban Cambiasso. So <laughs> hopefully that's a good omen. But four from four, mate. We've not played particularly well. And I think there's more to come. And I'm, I'm really excited about the rest of the season. Mm. Rick, I just saw you sipping there from a, a tit of Madry. Um, I saw a, 
a meme going round on, on Twitter after the game of Maresca as the Madry man with Maresca exceptional. Um, is that how you're feeling? Or or a little bit, maybe a little bit more reserved? Um, <laughs> no, very. I'm happy. Four wins from four, as George says. We've never done it, or certainly not for over 100 years. I know three, only three and three in the league, but it's quite incredible that, you know, we're one of the most prolific teams for being in the championship and yet, or Division One, League, whatever, you know, second division. And yet we've never won the first three games in, you know, in our era and going back. So, you know, major start that we've got, not playing particularly well across, you know, the, the 90 minutes. We're playing well in patches. Um, I hold my hands up. I really thought we'd be a calamity to start with, the, you know, the opening five to ten games. I thought, fitness levels would be suspect and we're anything but fitness levels evidently seem to be on point because we're scoring late goals we're passing teams to death and then pouncing and, and you know and getting winners so you know it's still early days with Maresco there's a few little things that I'm unsure on with him and it takes time to work out um, what you know what our manager's doing and, and what they do but you know, I, you can't follow. He just looks like he knows what he's doing now, and I've, I've got a quiet confidence that we may well do this, uh, do well this season. Um, just going back to George calling uh, uh, Cesar Casadai Cassidy, a bit of a EastEnders theme, isn't it, with Barry <laughs> Evans and Sonia Jackson, Natalie Cassidy? But um, yeah, he he's obviously come straight in um, as you know, Maresca's broken English. I read the post-match comments and it was exactly to the word the same thing that he'd said in the uh, press conference before the game about Cassidy, about, you know, he arrives in, he's in the box, he arrives in the box, it's the only way to score. That's because it was the same interview, Rick. Well, yeah, but someone they, quoted they, it as post. Yeah, yeah, yeah they clipped it post. Minor details, yeah. <laughs> That'd be why. Well, no, I didn't hear it. I just read it and I thought that is literally word for word what he said before. And <laughs> is he a robot? Um, but, you know, it's coming back to Claude Poyel days with, you know, intensity, quality. Um, but, you know, Cassidy, he will be in the box and I think he's going to score a lot of goals. We said this about Dewsbury Hall after the Cov game. I think Cassidy will. I mean, he, his record in for Inter Milan's. Um, Primavera team was was pretty impressive, and then he he got the seven goals, Golden Boot, best player at the Under Twenty World Cup. He is going to score a lot of goals for us and create goals, and that to me, you know, I know we I'm I'm not going to ruin who we might who we were perhaps going to have as a guest this week, but you know that that's going to perhaps come back to to bite them because he is a great signing, isn't he? Mm. Right. Well, yeah, well, Rick, don't worry. I, I was literally, I was going to not dig them out as such, but yeah. genuinely that the plan was this evening to have the, the guys from the second tier pod join us. Um, we had spoken to them and the plan was Sunday evening to do it and then they had to change and they couldn't do this evening either. Um, but look, um, if you didn't see it, I think most people did, to be honest, but they tweeted after the, the Cassidy, um signing um, and the little video, put a little clip out on social media, which rattled a few. Um, the quotes were, um, I'm a bit surprised he's got this move. His loan spell at Reading passed me by. I don't think Leicester really need him. Um, yeah, Ryan Dil- Dilks wasn't impressed by him at Reading. And Justin Peach says he isn't expecting much. Um, and look, I'm not usually one to 
to reply to things. And I didn't, but I typed one out and then deleted it. Then I thought, actually, what's a better thing here to do is just ask them to come onto the pod. And they were bang up for it. So it's not like they've... Um, they're going to come back on as yeah, well. We'll I'm sure we'll get it done at some point. They're, they're, they're not... Yeah, it's a genuine reason they couldn't come on. But Jack, I was bemused by that. I don't... I, I, I will ask them this question when they come on. I mean, was this genuinely just a clickbait clip? Because, you know, it would take the grand total of, of two seconds to look at the starting lineups for Leicester's two home games. Um this season against Cov and, and Cardiff, and you've got effectively um, Indeedy and, and Jusby Hall playing as your attacking midfielders. I think I've got combined about three goals in in more than two seasons. So you're looking and thinking, right, well, probably do need an attacking midfielder. So I'm a bit bemused how you could say that they don't need him. Um, and yeah, so not only did we definitely need him, he's also shown, Jack, that already in the, the short time he's been here what half an hour on the pitch that he absolutely adds something to us yeah yeah definitely um I mean speaking as someone that is perma rattled by everything on Twitter always um it rattled me slightly as well um, <laughs> uh, I do, do you think it was clickbait or do you think because look I've, well, I've their feeds like... are very good they get them out there whatever they're doing yeah. to get their tweets they're they're all over mm. all our timelines so because I, I find Jack because we're new to this division, I have a lot of respect for what these guys do, right? Because everyone is so consumed with Premier League football that everyone knows everything about the Premier League to a degree. But to know everything about the championship teams to, you know, when it's less, um, you know, there for everyone to consume on a daily, it, it does take a lot more research. Um, so I respect the fact that they do it. And I also have to then say, acknowledge that they do know more than me when it comes to the championship. So when I do see some of these they, the clips, they put, I'm thinking, is this just clickbait or have I missed something here? And I, I can't work out if genuinely Cassidy was dreadful at Reading last year and that's why they said what they did. Or if they thought, you know what, we're going to put out a clip here and arguably the biggest fan base or one of the biggest fan bases in the championship, that'll do numbers for us on social media. Yeah, I mean, either way it worked, didn't it? Because mm. if engagement is your goal, then it, it, it drove some engagement. And they've sort of got a point with Cassidy, um, if that's how you pronounce his name. Because if you look at his Reading spell, it doesn't look very impressive. But everything else he's done is super impressive. You look at, you know, Inter, it's, it's not long since it, uh, Chelsea paid big money for a bloke that's not even made a, a first-team appearance. So... I mean, saying Chelsea paid a lot of money for someone doesn't necessarily mean player. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, it, everything they said, everything that anyone who's ever watched him, I mean, Tom Colomossi said he reminded him of Dino Baggio, which is, you know, a Gosh. fair compliment. Um, yeah. So, but, but he looks the part, doesn't he? I mean, I, I worried he's, what, 19, 20. I thought mm, in this league, bit physical, went to Reading, didn't really come off sort of strutted onto the pitch. He's six foot plus, isn't he? Big lad, looks calm on the ball. Just kind of, if you were building a footballer for that position, you'd probably build him with that sort of athleticism and, and size. And I mean, he didn't really do an awful lot. He looked tidy on the ball. He scored a goal, which, uh, you know, look, looks great. But he is um, he is very, very highly rated. And uh, Maresca clearly loves him. Um, he said as soon as he signed, finally signed him. So someone said that that's been lined up since June, which, you know, yeah, yeah. some things up. <laughs> obviously, obviously was quite keen to get him in. Um, you wonder why it takes so long to get to get a lone player in. But 
I, I think that was one of the things I wanted to talk about, actually. All, all the signings that Maresca's made have, have made real sense. You sign a keeper and you go, well, we've got four of them. Why? Evening, Mel. It's just appeared in the background. <laughs> uh, then, uh, you sign a keeper, you go, I don't really get why we're signing a keeper. Amanson, I thought, was good again. Almost comes in as... We, we almost play with a back four and no goalkeeper. It's like we play a rush keeper. Um, I thought, you know, Cody... you. I, I was going in a two, that doesn't make sense, but we virtually play a three in the way we play, so it makes a lot of sense. Winks, I thought, was really good again. Um, just the, the bit that impresses me most about him, actually, is when he's lost the ball. He hairs after it like he's left the tap on upstairs, um, as Rick said last week. Um, and I thought Mavadidi was decent again. The the challenge for Mavadidi at the moment is everything goes through him. I thought Wanyamasa was all right, but all our, all our stuff's going through Steffi, um, brilliant feat at the end when he was carrying it in the corner. That was just in front of us, and it's just unbelievable feat. The boy's got the boy's got some got some talent. Um, so all the signings have made a load of sense, and um, I know we'll get on to talk about his comments today. I mean, mm. just give the man what he needs because is you know we we may I think you said he was only 20 percent of the way there. Every signing is making a load of sense. It's building on the first team. We haven't improved the first team in a long time. You can see everything is very logical in terms of what he's doing. I just really hope that the club get him the three players we, it, he wants over over the next few weeks, uh, next 11 days, because um, everything he's done thus far has been really impressive in terms of in terms of personnel. I think Rick's probably got something to say mm. about Winks. Well, just, just quickly, what I'd say is there's, there's stuff to talk about, about um, the comments made about players potentially not leaving and then the potential of what Maresca said about the ones that, that may or may not come in. So I want you to, to hold um, thoughts on that. And we'll do that later on post Who Are You and, and Dear Rick Flair. But, you know, absolutely, Jacket and Jordan, in terms of the new signings, great points. They have all made an impact. You know, when we, I mean... <laughs> It's a bit of a strange one because we said similar the back end of January, didn't we, about the three that came in, but they've all now been bombed out um, in, in a matter of months. None of them near the near the first team at all. Um, but Harry Winks, let's give him some some airtime. Uh, we did speak about this, and I think we all kind of backtracked a little bit. I think we all did. Um, you know, I did initially tweet, and um, it's still there. I, I've I've not deleted it, but I was very critical of the signing. I, I just I just didn't think it was the the route the football club should be going down. Um, yeah, I did. And I was wrong. I, I think that he's he's already proven that he's levels above this division and he's, he's exactly the, the kind of player that, that we needed. And I also think bigger picture going forward, he can step up in, into the Premier League because that's always my, my concern as well, that I don't want to do short-term signings. I know that people say you're getting ahead of yourself. I want to sign someone who can do the job right now, but also has the potential to go on and play in the Premier League. And I thought that maybe Winks couldn't do that. But on the basis of what I've seen, Rick, I think he can can absolutely do that. And I think, what, four games in, I'd I'd make a case that he's our most, or if not, one of our most important players? Yeah, I mean, I, I've been... What I've said about him to start with... Maybe, <laughs> yeah, probably not actually, yeah, part, you, you went harder, you did. You I did. Would, <laughs> what I, did I, you call yeah, him? I, you, you were calling him something else worth. Uh, yeah. Gary, Gary Winks, I think <laughs> Gary Winks, which... Just because there's not enough Garys in the world anymore, but um, yeah. yeah, no, I I was way off with him. Probably, I I I said it yesterday on sort of it. I honestly think my opinion of the signing of Winks is a worse take than 
<laughs> my 10 out of 10 on Tete because I do think it, Tete is a can good Can you just slag that... off the, all our signings from now on? <laughs> well, yeah, but I, I, I'm, I'm put on this planet to make people feel better about themselves. <laughs> horrendous takes with, you know, just Jack and Ori's coming out my arsehole. But, um, no, the thing with Winks is, on the, on the face of it, he's, you know, he's, I don't necessarily appreciate midfielders that are neither destroyers mm, nor same. creative sort of yeah. goals, assists, you know, like silky play. So, you know, I was quite lazy in my sort of consideration and opinion of what Winks is going to bring to this team because I wasn't aware of what Maresca was going to build here. I was thinking, right, we come off the back of a debacle. Um, we've had injury-prone players for too long now. We've paid over the odds for players, wages, all of that. The, the 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 biggest thing I think I said about Winks was that I wasn't massively, well, not that I, I, I questioned his character, but almost like I felt like his career was declining. But the one thing when you think about it, he's always, everyone talks highly of him. So yes, he's had his injury problems that hopefully are behind him because, you know, we, we've talked about that enough about what's going on at Argaff, but, I just, I love him. I love what he's doing in this team because, yes, he's not going to score loads of goals. He's not going to assist loads. But the energy he brings, he's the only player in the team at the minute that is playing on the front foot. Mm. You know, he gets the ball, he turns, he's not mucking about. He's, he knows what he wants to do. So, 100%, I apologise profusely, and I mean this because, you know, I was rude about him. And you'd like to get cam- on the pod at some point, so... I'd love... I'd, I'd, I'd like to go on a week's narrowboating holiday with him and I'll apologise to him. I'll make it, I'll cook all his meals. <laughs> yeah, He's a else? great lad. Just cook his Whatever meals. Whatever he wants. Yeah. Whatever he wants. Yeah, no, there'll be no, no, nothing like that. I'm not, a, yeah, not for me that, but he's a nice looking bloke. But um, That's not where yeah. I was going with it, but sure. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good looking bloke, ain't he? You know, but, you know, um, iron his clothes, that's what I was thinking. Oh, yeah. But no, great, great start to his career here. Good age. <laughs> Could could step back up into the Premier League. Um, yeah, George probably sat there smug because I think he was very, very complimentary about him from the off. You know, England connection. We'll never have a bad word to say about anyone who's ever played for England, bar maybe Mason Greenwood. But um, yeah, over to you. Yeah, I mean, so Jordan, would you like to, to date Harry Winks or you just you'd like to keep it just to, to a narrow boat as well as Rick? Well, you, you know my plan for the narrow boat, so... If we win the league, hopefully as four and Winks, he can be on HMS gets the league next year. Um, I wonder if we, but before we go to a break, because I know that. we have to do that. No, 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 no. We so, could. So, yeah, that's actually a brilliant idea. When we, like, we when we do this live on the pod, if we win the league, is there anyone out there that can get us a boat? We can get. I mean, I was on the boat on the Norfolk Broads last week. I'm a, I'm a highly, I'm a highly experienced driver. I only crashed twice. You know, and they're the very. Have to be on it. Yeah, I mean, we can get someone if you if you someone just looks like Harry Winks. You know, even if it's a dinghy. If you have a boat and you're listening Pedal to the podcast, <laughs> can we borrow it if we win the league? And if you know Harry Winks, ask me if he'd like to come on our boat. Sorry, George, back to you. What could go wrong? Um, yeah, I, I was getting a bit of stick in in one of the WhatsApp groups that me and Jake are in because 
I did say when we were oh, meeting. Yes. <laughs> I forgot I said, about this. <laughs> but, but I never got a chance to, to follow it up because I said, well, it depends how much he costs. Because well, I thought there'd be one in 30 million for him because he, I know. So, he's so that just kind of player. For context, so I, again, I'll hands up. It was me who criticised Harry Winks in the group, right? And then Jordan did all love emoji in terms of like agreeing with it. Didn't act, no, but you didn't say anything. You just, you, you, you put the emoji on my comment. So then when you said that you hadn't said anything negative, you know how these things are. Someone then dug up the fact that you had effectively agreed with my comment, right? That, but that was it. You hadn't actually said anything bad about the sign, had you? In your, no. in your, in your defence. So, so when I realised it was 10 million, I thought, absolutely, get him in. And I said, I said before the season on here, 10 England caps, played in the Champions League final. Spurs fans go on about when he gave Real Madrid the runaround, I think, in the burnabout at one point. The one thing I love about Winks, I know... Um, Rick, like you said, he's not a huge fan of um, Wink's style player. But Maresca has built the whole team around him, pretty much. This system we're playing on papers of four at the back, it isn't. It's the goalkeeper is the centre-back, two centre-backs. I mean, Doyle was on the edge of their box most of the time last week. He's got Pereira alongside him. It's a pretty dynamic two in there. Um, But the one thing I love about Wink's, he's 27 or 28, he went over to Samp. Yes, it didn't work out. They got relegated. But he's got experience of playing in a different league. Um, he's had his injury problems. And he, he clearly wants to be here because I think Prem teams were linked with him. And he looked at Leicester and thought, that's the place where I can rebuild my career. And I think with, with Winks and us, we both are in need of a rebuild. And it, I do think it's just like a match made in heaven. And the one thing I love the most about him is that, he, like I say, his age, a lot of players that age love to be seen on Instagram, love to be seen out and about when yep. they shouldn't be, wearing ridiculous clothing that costs the earth. Do you ever see Harry Winks in, in the in the press or on social media? He just keeps his head down. He gets on with it. He's clearly got good people around him that are advising him. And, I mean, I know you, you can't really do it. Cody's going to be the captain. He is an absolute shoo-in for me for, for a vice-captain or a captain is exactly what we, we, we should, you know, exactly the kind of player that should be a captain. And the good thing is we've got Cody to come back. Another player is very similar to Winks in terms of his experience. So, <laughs> um, Jack's giving me stick in the comments here. But we'll <laughs> it's funny when you talk about people wearing expensive clothing on Instagram. <laughs> I didn't post that. Um, anyway, but yeah, I, I think he's just been a revelation. And my only concern is... What Maresca said, which I'm sure I'm going to come on to, but he said he's happy with Chowdhury and Ndidi if Winks were to get injured, which scares the life out of me. Because they're Sammy Braybrook, completely once different Braybrook's players. back, he's Winks, he's understood, he trusts me. Yeah, yeah. Um, right then, we need to take a quick commercial break. Bye! Beautifully done. Um, right, uh, other things to talk about and other people and we want to give a little bit of love to um, on the podcast. Young Callum Doyle. Um, so who wants to take this one and what would you like to say about, about Callum? I'll, I'll take it first. I thought he was superb on was uh, on Saturday. And I, I think he was our man of the match. Um, he almost scored twice, I think. He was spraying balls left, right and centre. Um I thought he was okay against Coventry and I thought he was all right against against Huddersfield. But, I mean, he, he's another player that's completely 
central to our system, but I thought we just had a really impressive game. Him and Mavadidi seem to have got a little bit more understanding now, but um, again, it's just another signing that makes a lot of sense in the in the system that he wants to play. You know, he's he's a centre back, but he's playing him at at left back or a left sided centre back. It's all hybrid positions now. Um, which I don't really understand if I'm honest, but um, I'm getting my head around it. But I, I just thought he was he was brilliant. And I mean, he's still, what, 19? Um, it's a shame we've not got um, not got a, an option on him. Um, although I guess if we do go up, we'll probably have a, we'll probably have a chance to, to get him because I don't think he'll be getting anywhere near the Man City team soon. But, um, but yeah, he looks superb. Um, really impressive. Really good signing. Um, a lot of time for him. I think. Um, I think he's only going to get better. Mm, yeah, I mean, it's 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 always the, the, not always, but you, you'd imagine it's the case. I think you know if cast my mind back to when we had Nigel Pearce, we signed lots of players, didn't we, from Man United to reserve team. You know, your Michael Keynes. I mean, even the likes of Richie Wellens had come through the system there, and it felt that like you'd go to Man United because you know they'd had a great football education, and then you know, and then they've got an opportunity to play, and it feels right now. Jordan, that if you want to go find someone who you know can play football and has had a great football education, who's probably available because they're not going to get into the first team, you go to Man City. And yeah, I think that, that Jack's right, Candle, he looks like a really, really solid player, but one I don't see ever getting into that Man City team. So it's almost the perfect place for him to develop. And, you know, if we get promoted 10 million quid, 12 million quid, he could be ours. And I think he could, he could be a player for, what, five, six, seven years for it, potentially. I think so. And a lot of these... Um signings these days seems to be a loan with a view to a permanent deal um, for whatever reason that is. The, the thing is with Doyle, which I find odd. I mean, I, I always thought it was a centre-half, but he's he's playing left-back. Mm. And I, I still think he is, though, mate. If, if I'm looking at him, I do think that still centre-half is his natural position. Well, I see. I was, that's what I was about to say, but it surprised me on Saturday. So the first few games of the season, it seemed to me that Ricardo was basically playing in this, the middle of midfield. Yeah. And then you had that back three. Um, but on Saturday, Doyle was so far ad- advanced um, in, in what you kind of describe as a proper fullback position. And effectively, again, I think we were pretty much against Kov, to be honest, was two on two at the back with Fez and Vestergaard. Now, Fez was a bit sloppy in the second half, but it, he looks like he's barely out of second gear in this league. Shame it can't be said for the other centre half. Um, mm-hmm. And me and Rick were a big advocate of Doyle in the centre and bringing Justin in. And I yeah. do think Justin could do that role. Yeah, but same. that said, on, on Saturday, Doyle was so far advanced, he got a couple of shots off, I think, on the edge of their box. Um, and he looks like a proper ball playing, what would be a ball playing centre half. Um, and it gives you a bit of balance as well with his left foot. So I'd like to see him in that position. And like you say, Jake, if we get promoted, I'm exactly the same as you. These new signings we've got, I'm not looking at them for this season. I'm thinking, right, get straight back up and can we build in the Premier League? And he's definitely one that you'd you'd want to keep if we were to get promoted. Um, and like you say, I don't think he's going to he's going to break into the Man City nah. team. I mean, just, I think Rico Lewis can play there for we, them. Yeah, well, you just got to look. I mean, you got Taylor Harwood Bellis. He can't get in. Yeah. You've had what Adozi, Bazunu, um, Lavia, all these players who were clearly really, really good Premier League players and they can't get anywhere near that team. So, you know, if Taylor Howard-Bellis is, is captaining Burnley for promotion last year and he's available for transfer, I can't see 
Callum ever breaking in. And, you know, there's, there's no shame in that. There's absolutely not. Um, this isn't necessarily a, an opportunity to, to criticise Yannick Vestergaard, because I don't think he's been particularly bad, but I do think he is probably the, the worst within that, that back line. And, and Rick, I am still a little bit perplexed by the fact that, because you mentioned James Justin there, he's there sat on the bench, mate, and he's barely played or kicked a ball at all. And you can include pre-season in, in that as well. There doesn't appear to be many links and rumours about him, him leaving the club, you know, because he's he's touched on others, hasn't he, in terms of Christiansen and, and Thomas about their ability to to maybe whether they fit in that system or not. James Justin's not been been mentioned. This is a guy who had broken into into the England squad. He's on a, a huge contract. Was rated very highly at the club. He can play left and right back. He can play as as part of a three. I'd imagine. Um, well, I would have thought that he would fit into to, to Enzo's um, ideology of how he'd want to play football. And I, I find it I find it very bizarre that at the moment that Doyle appears to be playing out of position so Vestergaard could play centre-half at the expense of James Justin on the bench. I, I do find that a little bit odd. I totally agree. Uh, I, I've been... Uh, I, I mean, you can only presume if that um, he is in Maresca's plans... Maresca has realised that Justin's had a couple of bad injuries. He doesn't want to, you know, throw him straight in yet, and he's going to start to use him more and more as the season goes on. Um, that said, Ricardo's had more injuries than him, and Ricardo has yeah. been played ninety looks minutes, fine. ninety minutes, ninety minutes, and looks fine at it. Although Matty James doesn't get injured in the Championship and was made of glass, wasn't he in the Premier League? So hopefully, a step down in class allows their body to recover and maybe. Ricardo playing inverted fullback, um, you know, it's less burden on his body as perhaps playing fullback. But going back to Justin, yeah, what? Why is he not in? You know, he himself says he's his favoured position is left back. We know he's played the third, you know, in a centre half role in a back three. Um, on paper, stroke evidence, he would be one of the best fullbacks at this level, if not the best, aside from Ricardo. He said he wants to stay with us. You know, he, you know, he, he was. I know he was injured, but he was there during pre preseason. Maresca's first day, he met Justin there, and they embraced. Justin's really gone for it. So you know, he, he's not wanted out. Maybe he realizes, you know, read the room with his injuries and stuff. There's a chance he might not be going, but he, he seems being really positive about this whole new era and he wants to be part of it. And he's barely played. He's played against Burton. And I'm sure he'll play against Tranmere. But yeah, I mean, Vestergaard's the anti-everything that we talk about and everything <laughs> that um, that Maresca's seemingly doing with players that don't want to be at this club. You know, they're not even in on the bench. The one that has gone on record as a Danish interview and, you know, I'm, I know we've got our own views on why that might be, why that interview may be released, but he said he didn't want to be here and yet he's being picked over and above Justin and Shuffle Duff, Doyle inside or the other geezer who's vanished off the face of the earth, who's got pedigree at this level, who's better in the air than him, who I absolutely love and Jack does as well, Harry Suter. It's like, it just doesn't make sense. You know, mm. I get marginalising players to try and get them out the door to make a point whilst the window's open. And I respect Maresca for doing that. But the one elephant in the room, and excuse the pun there with being an elephant, is Yannick Vestergaard. Yeah. 
Rick, that one, said, he didn't have a bad game on Saturday, yeah, <laughs> other than getting exposed a couple of times. But what I will say, right, in terms of him wanting to be at the club, right? Now, again, he hasn't done an en- another interview post this, but one thing, I, I saw other people mention it, and I noticed it as well, um, with the goal, is you watched Yannick celebrate, and he, he, yeah. he, he, he did really celebrate it. Maybe, just maybe, he now does want to be at the football club. And, and look, Previously, well, un- under the old regime of, of Brendan, there was clearly a, a breakdown in in that relationship. You can understand yeah. why he didn't want to be there. He was bombed out, yeah, of whether that was his own fault or not. But but Rick, maybe he does want to be here now. I mean, would that change anything for you? We just still don't think on a footballing um, um, level he's good enough. Well, I'll let Jack come in in a sec. But no, of course, I'm I'm never against players getting another chance if if that's what happens. And you're right, he did. He celebrated the goal, and if if that's what happens, I'll support him. Uh, I do. I still worry about the high line we play, the lack of pace. I mean, Matey or whatever his name is, for, who should have fired them 2-1 up. You know, how many times in the three league games has that now happened where they've been exposed? Now, it's not all Vestergaard's fault, you know, collectively as a defence, but he is the one that is the slowest of them all. Is Cody much quicker? Marginally. Suter, marginally. So Doyle, yes. So that, you know, it all comes round to, and yeah, I think Maresca wants another centre-half. So it hopefully will all become clearer in the coming weeks. But no, it, at this level, he can play and he can pick a pass. He's still crap in the air for six foot six. I honestly think that I would be in the air. <laughs> I reckon I could rise up. I'd like to watch that. And nod what I reckon. In fact, I'm more than that. Again, Winks on the narrowboat and I'll do a heading comp with, um, with Vestergaard because I was mascot years ago. Uh, against West Brom in the Anglo-Italian Cup and Alan yeah. McDonald, the ex-assistant uh, manager, told me that I uh, had a decent head on me. So, What what name I, would you go with when you obviously got a shout for your, you know, Rick's ball? Do you go with your name? <laughs> which, which alias do you go with? Just oh, confuse them, just keep true, throwing out yeah, names. I'll just bamboozle them, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll just shout, and away Barwell. <laughs> Jack on on Yannick mate (laughs) well I wasn't going to say something about Yannick uh, specifically but I was going to say something about the celebration because it was one of the best collective team celebrations I've seen in ages and I think partly because there's no VAR so they know as soon as like it's gone in you can absolutely go for it you don't have to hold back which I think is brilliant I also just think Cassidy celebrated like he'd scored in the World Cup semi-final or something, which I just thought was brilliant. And then um, I, I missed it, but Fez whacked him in the head after he yeah, did a bow, yeah. which is also a very Italian thing. They all do that in Italy, don't they? They just sort of like like bash each other in the head when they score. It's um, but it, it just that. I, I mean, I'm still I'm just loving no VAR because Same. it just I, I, there's been some decisions go against us and um, and. It's, it's fine. You just I'd rather it be a goal and you know it's a goal and you can actually celebrate it because that's what going to the football's about. I mean, I've watched the Premier League back now and it's it's just every it's just so frustrating. You know, is it a penalty? They're almost they just check for everything now and it's just it ruins it as a spectacle. So and still get um, it wrong. Yeah, and they still get it wrong anyway. <laughs> so, but but actually, I to to go back to the original point, there does seem to be a bit of togetherness about it. Yannick was clearly very up for it but they were all they were all up for it and um, I mean there's nothing better than scoring a winner in the last minute is there I mean yeah. 
we've we've been lucky this year. We've scored quite a few late goals, but that was that was particularly satisfying. Okay, that was the latest. That was a proper. Oh yeah, last minute winning, ninety second minute. Yeah, ne- neither of you. Le- you hadn't left, had you? Anyone? No, no, I was there. No, no, good lads, good lads. All right, we'll we'll talk about then the, the, some transfers in and out a little bit later on. But let's um do some some fun, whether it be Derek Flair or who are you? Which one do you want to do first, guys? Go on, up to you. Make a decision, someone. Should we do a a break, then dear Rick? Well, of course we can. Let's take a break. Bye. Right, so which one are we doing? Sorry. Do I say dear Rick? Yeah, okay. Right. Let's do dear Rick Flair. Piss off. I need somebody Right then, so dear Ric Flair, and Jack, my right in saying it's a little bit different this week. So on last week's pod, I enjoyed this. We spoke about Rick getting chucked out for singing Leicester songs. Uh, We put this on social media and lots of people have shared similar stories. Yeah. Exactly that. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, rather than um, rather than asking Rick direct questions, what I thought I would do is read back these stories to Rick, and he can yep. do a Rick Flair rating, a bit Love like it. his transfer ratings that used to be. <laughs> well, you can add any builds to the okay. to the songs because I know you like you know penning your own songs or, or poems. But we've got quite a few. I mean, I haven't. We we're not going to be able to go through all of them. There are some absolute belters. Um, but yeah, I've got I've got about six or seven, which I will I will try and run us through, Rick, and um, okay, you can give us some feedback. So uh, so the first one um, is from friend of the show, Joe Swanson, as you call him. <laughs> Not the Swanick. The the Swanick. I think it's about Swanick. I don't think it was submitted by oh, Swanick. Oh yes, my, he, I would, he would. He would. I bet he ain't got a phone, has he? No, no he, 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 he does, Rick. This is a true story, right? So we're in. Or I'm in a WhatsApp group with with. Swanick along with Jordan and he never replies he's one of them <laughs> even if you ask him a question he doesn't and I, there was once I didn't I tried to call him out he and reads everything but yeah, never he replies read, never well, replies it's, he it's like what he's game, like in, yeah it's basically him in real well, life I've only met him had, like 20 times and he blanked me yeah so it's um, him in real life until he's had 20 beers basically but anyway oh, if you don't know it's probably man. really boring but anyway uh, George you were there for this story he Joe got kicked out of a Madrid hostel singing about okay. Ian Marshall's socks. Right. <laughs> yeah. He, um, I can't remember. I think Real Madrid were playing and we were in a hostel watching it. I think it was the day before we played Atletico. And he was, he was in great form. He was absolutely steaming. He was singing that Ian Marshall scored a fucking wonder goal with his socks down low for ages. <laughs> Eventually he got thrown out. But as he was getting thrown out, he tripped. And fell over <laughs> in the doorway. And at that Respect. point, the owner, the owner of the hostel said, "Right, that's it. You, you're out of here, mate." And they, because you had bizarrely, you had a wristband to sort of like get through all the door. Inclusive. <laughs> Far all inclusive. Far from all inclusive. And then the guy like grabbed his wrist and had a pair of scissors and were trying to cut his wristband off. But we, <laughs> we managed to get him outside, and he he lived to fight another day. But it was one of his <laughs> finest moments. <laughs> the man the myth there you go I mean right. what the, I've had a couple of encounters with Swanson both <laughs> of them I, I love the man I played cat shit with him which he didn't really get 
but you know, you could have played any game with him. I could, yeah. he, he could have. He's the sort of bloke that you could play Sabutio with, Scrabble, or who wants to be a millionaire? The real edition where he could win all that money. Same, don't really give a shit. Um, so, I mean, out of ten. That's a solid eight and a half, isn't it? Mm. Which I think Joe would won't care about, but yeah, eight and a half. Okay, good. Um, Jack, a real quick um, detour away from this. We'll go back to it. See, as we're mentioning Swanick, he's getting some some good airtime here. You, you were with him at the weekend, weren't you, for for sixes? Um, yes, I was. <laughs> we were kindly yeah. invited to to go out, go yeah. down, and, and play sixes before before the game at yeah. the weekend. Um, was that good? And was, was... was Swanick as as good as we'd uh, expect him to be? He was interesting technique. Yeah, he was dreadful. It's a loaded question. I know he's bad. He he did admit. He did admit afterwards that he he hadn't played cricket before, and it did show. But, (laughs) but in in the most amusing news, guess guess who came last? Was it you giving it big licks beforehand? No, did not come last. Who always loses every game he enters? Well, I'll clarify this. (laughs) I scored twelve for naught off six overs. Right, yeah. <laughs> solid. A few moments in there. A few dot balls. They had to take the left hander off, mate. So I was, I was knocking him for four. They put the right hander right. back on. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I was on world class. Swanick was on beginner, right? <laughs> and All it is I'm hard. I, is, I I couldn't do world class. It would just be hitting me or missing yeah. me. <clears throat> Two weeks ago, Jack's moaning about players giving their wicket away. In the ashes, mm. that went up to me. Oh, I, I was don't give a young Jeffrey boycott. We just <laughs> yeah. defending. Uh, I think of young Jeffrey boycott. Jordan got beaten by his dad. So yes, <laughs> look, game's changed. I'm a Test match player. You, you, yeah. you, can't, you can't go in sixes and leave it outside a length, can you, mate? But give me a new I, cherry, I, I and then it's you. a different game. Do you know what I mean? I'll clean right. up with a new ball. But, yeah. but we, but we'd recommend you go into sixes. Highly right? recommend it. A lot yeah. of fun. Oh, I want to come I, next time. Yeah, we will. Yeah. We, I, I need to as well. I missed it as well. But, but back to our scrap. back to our songs. Yeah, good food. Good food. Highly recommend. Right, the next one uh, is on. from Anonal Mus. Uh, I, I can't quite pronounce that, but um, it might become more familiar too as we go through. It says, "Next week, lads, be sure to ask Rick or Bean, so he obviously knows you well, why he neglected to mention the time he was escorted from a classy London establishment that I thought might be physically impossible to get ejected from for singing Selma <laughs> Hart while stood on the bar." <laughs> do you know, know who, who this, this is? is. And do, yeah, and yeah do you remember it? I know it is. Yeah, that's his burner account on Twitter. That is. <laughs> uh, I won't reveal who it is. Um, but yeah, um, that was QPR away. Vardy 1 0, the year we won the league. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, and we were in a tiny little pub in Shoreditch. Was that not his um, first goal? Not his first goal, but um, it was, one it was, was the, it not. No. It was that. It no? was the day when Nugent chased, chased a, squirrel a squirrel around the yeah, pitch. He scored, yeah, he scored eight or nine that season oh, okay, at that point. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he, Apologies. But, Second um, season. Yeah, it was that. I think it was that run of games when Vardy started scoring goals that were winning us a lot of games. But, um, I mean, yeah, that was... I'm sure people know by now I'm very loud. Um, <laughs> and I was very loud that day. We got escorted out. Um, we were staying in a hostel called the Clink, 
in King's Cross, which is a bit odd because I was living in London at the time um, and why I stayed in the hostel with him is beyond <laughs> me. But anyway, um, yeah, and there was a Brazilian geezer there in his pants who was trying to offer us an envelope of uh, narcotics by the end of the night. But, um, you know, obviously we were more bothered about don't, not selling knockout. So, yeah, that was – I can't <laughs> rate myself for my behaviour there, but my pals were on point. That was a nine out of ten. Very good. Very good. Uh, the next one, this is for, I know, no, I need to pronounce his name right because I got told off for not pronouncing his name right on Saturday. Chowsey, is this correct, Jordan? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, so, your, it's your posh accent. Oh, it's okay. Chowsey. Oh, well, okay. I, thought, I think Jake started that, actually. Chowsey. Chowsey. Yeah. Right. But, anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I did get it. I did used to get it wrong also. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, few of us were asked to leave the old Taj Mahal on Highfield Street after singing He's Sexy, He's Mental, He's Gary Taylor Fletcher after we beat QPR at the end of the 13-14 championship winning season. In our heads, it was 11pm, but we forgot it was an early kickoff and it was only 7pm. Good work. I don't Love know that. how that song goes. Uh, no, but I, I like that. I like Gary Taylor Fletcher as a bloke. Well, well, we've spoken about getting him on the pod. I, yeah. I have, I have the bloke's number, and I'm sure he will. But I'm, yeah, but every massively time we talk about res- it, yeah, a massive respect to bloke who looks fatter with a shirt on than off. Because <laughs> I've seen him with his shirt off, and he's actually a decent nick. Yeah. He was one of those that was unfairly criticised for being a big lad, but no proper footballer. Um, and he sc- did he score? There was two games he got an important goal for us, didn't he? Was it Bolton? And was it Huddersfield away, I think? He scored at Millwall away at about Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely Huddersfield away as well in that grey camouflage kit. He scored at Huddersfield because I thought it was the right back who wasn't even playing. (laughs) Kenny Sampson. Kenny Sampson (laughs) played right back. (laughs) Yeah. Was it him? Richie Delat? I think, yeah, I think I thought it was Delat and it was Gary Taylor Fletcher, who don't look anything alike. Close, and one yeah. of them wasn't playing. <laughs> Both sexy and mental. Yeah. But yeah, get him on the pod, Jake. But um, yeah, yeah. right, that's a good song. Um, I'm going to give that an 8.2. 8.2, okay. okay. I've got a bit Dave Portnoy in his um, One Bite Pizza, everyone knows the rules. I don't know if right. anyone's ever watched those videos. Yeah. I have, mate. Barstool Sports Geezer, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay, we'll prob- probably do this one as the last one because this, this feature is taking longer than I thought. Uh, yeah. This one's from Money Maybury, and it says, Tipo oh, yeah. <laughs> got launched out of a Birmingham Spoons before Baggies Away after singing the Momo Silla song, which went, uh, Momo, uh, I'm not going to sing it, it's the two unlimited. Momo, Momo, Momo. That oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently he got, he got choke slammed, I heard as well, out of the pub, so... Mm. Maybe he's a big boy. No, it wasn't him. No, it was his mate. I was going to say, I take a big guy to chokeslam mate. And then didn't didn't see the game because um, he was in custody or something. I, I, this one went very I, dark. <laughs> it went very dark, dark very quick. <laughs> you know, as a man who's uh, not had a fight since top infants at school, um, <laughs> anyone who's scrapping, a lot of respect for fighting for the team. They're not going to, 10 out of 10. It's the Tete of... Um, You've gone early with a 10 of... out of 10. We want to try and yeah. string this feature out for quite a long time. Oh, so. all right. Right, yeah. No, there'll, be a, there'll <laughs> always be a 10 every week. Okay? Right, okay. Very good. Very good. <laughs> right. Okay. 
So, um, is there any other dear Rick Flair's we, we leave it there for this week? No, we'll leave it there. But what I would love it is if people, because yep. I think it would be so much better rather than me telling the stories, if people send voice notes in, which you can yes. do on Twitter. So, voice notes, videos, anything you've got, we if you can do that, we will play that on the pod, which I think will add so much to the feature because then... I'll pronounce the names correct. Well, you'll pronounce the names correctly because they'll be your names rather than me mispronouncing them. So, yeah. We'll play Can out. I add an agenda point as well for it? <laughs> yes. So, I would like, and I think this will bang, I want injuries whilst following Leicester. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Because have I ever told anyone the story about my injury after Wolves when Knockout scored the winner? No. About the escalator at Oxford Circus Tube. No. Okay. Do you want me to tell it now, or should I'm, we say No, I think you've got to now. But I'm painting a picture okay. of what could possibly go wrong with an escalator. Okay. You and alcohol. So, well, so most people, you know, they have a bucket list, don't they? Whether they want to go Disneyland <laughs> or, you know, go and climb Magic Pitch. You. I've always wanted to slide down the middle of an escalator on the tube. Right. <laughs> Obviously. But it's insane to do it, isn't it? You don't do it because yep. of them, them metal boxes and all the bollards. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we beat Wolves, and it weren't even an important game. It was the year that we blew it, um, top two, and ended up playoffs on the last game of the season. But anyway, we won two one. Absolutely garried out my face, um, me and my mate, and he. We were at the got got to the tube at Oxford Circus. Uh, and he said he, he sort of was going down the going down the escalator, and then he just saw me whiz past down the middle. <laughs> and I'd done really well. I was like, I was dodging. It was like Mario Kart. I'd managed to dodge all the sort of boxes, but then right at the bottom, you've got like this big one, and I just <laughs> I just pinched a bit off the side, whack, and it the noise was like throwing a brick in a cow pat. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, honestly, hell on earth. So shattered my coccyx. Shattered my coccyx, my tailbone. Um, had to <laughs> ha- basically had to sit on a like a wedged cushion for six months to a year. And even now, on a cold day, <laughs> my bottom hurts like because it, it aches. Um, I've it, got so many questions. And and you want to ask me why for about that night when I got home? And I can said, I ask you about the wedge cushion? Occupational health at work had to order it in for me. <laughs> take it everywhere. <laughs> take it everywhere with me. <laughs> Literally, it's like going swimming. Do you know when you got your towel under you? <laughs> Awful. It sounds awful, despite obviously all the laughs. I mean, I'd imagine though hitting the last one's better than hitting one up higher. Well, so technically, it could yeah, have been worse. Go, I would have got. I would have. I would have really torpedoed down there, wouldn't I? Yeah. Such a shame. How did you then get out of the tube? Because now you're at the bottom and you've just broke. You know, a very critical um, bone yeah. that well, mate, to help you stand mate, up. My mate who was like just was it was beside it beside himself. Not that night. So my mate took like he picked me up and put me on the tube, and <laughs> we went our separate ways. I went home. I got back home to Wimbledon and sort of like scampered up, like gingerly got home into bed. And I, <laughs> this is where I, I sort of tapped up on my wife's shoulder. And I said, 
oh no, there's been an incident. <laughs> and she said, what have you done? Who, who have you slept with? And I was like, hey, no, I'm not. I said, but I got my, I, I did get me cheeks out and there was this horrendous black bruise. And she was like, what have you done? Um, and yeah, I did go away and either the next day, which was, I had to try and explain what I'd done. I was a bit, I was a bit economical with the truth and said yeah. I just tripped and fell down the escalator as opposed to deliberately trying to um, do the chicane run down there. But yeah, don't recommend it. Well, I do recommend it because it was a good buzz, but try and do better than me. Yeah. I mean, now all this time on it, are there any regrets? You can see uh, you've, got la- you've got lasting damage here. Was it worth it, really? Uh, Oh, one hundred percent. I yeah. mean, it was a, it was a, it was a tick on the bucket list, but you know, not every experience you want to do goes the way you want it to do. So, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, disclaimer: please do this at your own risk. Okay, yeah. do it on a simulator instead. You yeah, know, do you know, you can go on one of them flight simulators. Absolutely. We we don't want you know hordes of Leicester fans now doing this um, no. because they've heard no. Rick doing it and it that keeps coming will, yeah. back on us. All right. Do it at your yeah. own risk. Risk is a Rick is a highly experienced um, stuntman. So, <laughs> so yeah. So everyone text. Everyone send voice notes to Jack on injuries following Leicester. Perfect. We'll Top review them next week because that's okay. a ten out of ten without a doubt. Um, that's right. Eleven out of ten. Let's have a quick game of who I before we have a, a quick chat about football before we finish up this evening. Um, I'm enjoying this podcast today. Who is your daddy and what does he do? Who are you? You. No, not me, you. Yes, I am you. Just answer the damn questions. Who are you? Wait a minute. Who are you? Right then. So, who are you? Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, I played it last week. I was going to say, what? Well, who, who won it last week? It was Jack, wasn't it, with Simon Royce? Is yeah. that right? Yeah, Royce so Jack is quiz master, which means that Rick is more than likely going to win today. Um, and me and Jordan battling it out for, for second, effectively. Um, okay, Jack, take over, mate. <clears throat> okay. Uh well, just cause cause I knew Rick was playing, I tried to balance it out because I, I I was gonna go for sort of a, a late nineties player, and I thought that just plays to his strengths it's more his so. Butter, mate. Yeah, I've I've gone for a little bit of a later era. Um Okay. I'm due a so, win. I'm yeah, due a win. Well, Jordan is very much I'm due, a win. due a win. No, yeah. he's not. Yeah. He's never won since yeah. I've been on. No, he has won once. He, he won has won once. Yeah, but not since I've been on. No. Do you do you remember, Jordan, the, the player who you got right? I really can't remember. Right. I feel like that you should. Jordan, it'd be Jordan someone. Yeah. <laughs> Stewart. Jordan Stewart. Jordan Stewart. Yeah. Right. right. Go on then, Jack. I was born on the 23rd of November, 1982. Okay. Got 39? 40. No, that's... 40. Yeah. Okay. 40. 40 years old. Um, born in Liverpool. Began my career... Who? Sorry? Jack Hobbs. No, well, he born in Lincoln. Uh, it was his birthday, I think, yesterday. Is it? Was, I saw yeah, him. Or... I stood behind him at the queue to Edgbaston. I don't know why it's Jack. I knew that. But anyway, carry on. <laughs> um, born in Liverpool. Born in Liverpool. Started my career at Blackburn Rovers. <clears throat> where I made three appearances scoring no goals. <clears throat> Blackburn, 40, from Liverpool. 
It's not Paul Gallagher. No. Ben Marshall. Good shot, though. He did start his career at Blackburn. Mm. Well, you you said Ben Marshall. Played more than three, didn't he? Did, he, did we get Ben Marshall from Blackburn or did we sell him? No, Stoke, no, wasn't it? Stoke, Stoke yeah, correct. Got him from Stoke. Started at Man U though, didn't he? Sheffield yeah. Wednesday on loan. He ended up playing for everyone, didn't he, in the end? Yeah. yeah. Millwall, Norwich. Yeah. Right, yeah, next, next clue. clue. Currently, assistant mm. manager at Tranmere Rovers. Jay Spearing. No. Incorrect. Ooh. Good guess. Oh, who's manager of Tranmere at the moment? Because that's going to help me. But I don't know who the manager is. I think I'm going to get this in the next one, or someone is. Right. I okay. Dangerously close. This is going to give it a little, little bit away. So this is giving a little bit more away. Uh, played 25 <laughs> games. <laughs> I want this. What was that? Uh, for Guyana, scoring 11 goals. Who? Guyana. Who's a bloody hell of What is this? Who is Born this? in Liverpool. Not Kelvin Atuhu. Nope. <laughs> He's probably a striker then. From Liverpool coming through at Blackburn. A I, year I'll give you the next clue. Played for Leicester between the years 2011 to 2014. I'm rubbish with years. 30 games, five yeah. goals. Fucking hell. We should have got this, shouldn't we? This is not, it, it'll be obvious when I say it, but I don't think it's that obvious when you when you look at his career. 2011. So that's, hang on. That's... Is that Sven or is it Pear- is it Pearson's second? I'm out of form at the moment. Ooh, you my, devil. my brain hurts Guyana. thinking about this. I've got nothing happening right now in my head. This is a good one, Jack. I like yeah. this. Yeah. Look how smug he looks. <laughs> oh, I, 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 this is my favourite thing. Hang on, uh, hang on, so, right. hang on, hang on, hang on. No, I'm going now. Well, hang on. What what was the day of birth again? <laughs> He's 40. Uh, 40. He's 40. He's 40. Guyana. So he was 28 when we signed him. 30 games, three goals. 28 when we signed him. Probably a striker. Or certainly a forward. Next clue, I think. Right. From Blackburn. Uh, Neil Dance. Oh, Jakey. Yes. Yes. Good oh, shout. That so yes. bad today. I wanted yeah. that so yeah. bad today. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> what what gave it away? Because I I didn't give the last clue away. Um, I I, I didn't realise it probably isn't a striker and the same yeah. era. And I know he's from Liverpool. It's Blackburn. I, I remember he did yeah. play. For, yeah, he's about. Yeah. And if Tranmere, yeah, um, it all just slowly pieced together. Very, very good. There are a couple of clues that I wasn't going to give. One, that he founded an app called Spitter. Um, I remember, I would have got that. I yeah, yeah, yeah that. I knew you would have got that. And the other, his dad was like a skateboarding champion. All right. Well, I would have, Tony I didn't Hawks. know either of those. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, where's, where's the bit about? Yeah. He made his debut in the UEFA Cup. What, for Blackburn? Yeah. 
against CSK right. Sofia. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I've got a real. I have got a bit of a weakness, haven't I? It's, uh, yeah. Well, I think we found we found it. Yeah. I think, it might have been me heavy drinking years, although that's been <laughs> since I've been about since I was about seven. So that um... it's a black spot. It's for about fifteen <laughs> years. <laughs> that right, era where yeah. he broke his coccyx, just just holding. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> I, that was the year. That was the year after. So yeah, it would have been. Yeah, yeah, that must yeah. be the reason why. Okay, brilliant stuff. Taking the win. Happy of that. That well sets done, me up for the rest of the week now. Um, well right. done, Jake. Thank you, mate. Well done, Thank you. Um, well done, yeah. Jack. As well, it was a good one. Yeah, it was good. Good clues. Yes, very good. Obviously, um, I had no no idea. But... <laughs> <laughs> Did you, did, who, did you no, speak? Did you actually speak? <laughs> yeah, he had. What, who he, he actually had some decent guesses. More wrong guesses than you. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, but he's about <laughs> twenty up on everyone, so he's he's probably all right. Um, let's then finish up for for ten minutes, having a quick chat about some tra- some transfers. Uh, I'm going to read a quote from uh, Enzo Maresca today. Um, which has done the rounds, and it would suggest not hugely happy. Um, with where we're at, with what, 11 days to go into the close of the transfer window. So um, the quote is, a big mistake if the club think everything is fine just because we've won four from four. Um, Three signings apparently is what he wants, um, but players need to leave. And uh, Enzo says, Wanya is helping us out, but we can't continue with him all season. We need more players there. Rick... Um, on the signings, it does indicate. I mean, we know this already, but quite often is the case the manager can be pretty cagey and not say huge amounts when he's asked directly. But he's made it pretty clear there, isn't he, that he wants players and he needs also some of those players to to leave fairly fairly certain. And if he doesn't, I get the impression he's going to be pretty pissed off. Absolutely, um, a bit confusing because in his press conference uh, on Friday, he said no more players will come in until we get rid of players. But then what's just been released today from Jordan Blackwell is he wants three signings minimum. And then if players leave, he wants more. So don't really know what's going on there. But, you know, I think without beggars can't be choosers, we at least need one winger, possibly another centre-half. Um, and I think we need another winger or versatile player that can play up front. And then we need a load to, to leave. So, yeah, it you know, it's hard to trust what's going on on Twitter, but in the Turkish press, Yunus Akgun or what, however you pronounce it, seems to keep being like we've agreed, which has happened on and off the last few days. You know, don't want to say too much. But what was that? That was me pressing a video by accident when I was leaving oh. Jordan Blackwell's Twitter account. So apologies <laughs> for that. <laughs> I didn't know if it was some theme tune to me giving him the kiss of death but, uh, <laughs> no, no. yeah no, that, that, that'll all come I know, all I know about him is nice side parting from his uh, from his Google images uh, no he had a good loan um, spell uh, in 21-22 can you uh, just leave it describing his hair and don't do anything else that, that'll do and um, yeah and um, I hope that his celebration is of a machine gun um with a name like that. But yeah, I'll let anyone else give some feedback on him. But yeah, we need him in if he's coming in and we need another winger as well. I don't care about anything else. And get a load of them gone because it's ridiculous. Yeah, well, I think another 
quote or or rumours or or just noise from the club is that potentially I think it was Tom Colomossi actually wasn't not who who tweeted um, that players unlikely to leave um, because the club want to do permanent deals as opposed to to loan deals, which I think frustrates people because you know if the people don't want to be at the football club, um, is it not easy just to to get them out? For 12 months, even if the, the, the other club isn't paying their, their full wages, surely that's better than nothing. Um, but apparently the, the club are holding out for permanent deals, which now looks unlikely. Um, yeah, Jordan, what, what do you make of then the, the, the final 11 days? Yeah, in, in terms of those ins and outs, what do you want to see happen? What do you think will happen? Um, what I think will happen is we'll end up getting rid of the players that don't want to be here and not have enough time to bring players in and end up being completely threadbare. But whether that's better than having people around the place that don't want to be there is, you know, is interesting. I mean, like we spoke about Vestergaard, I just wonder if it's part of his master plan that he wants another centre-half. Um, although it seems to be that Suter's the one that's probably going to go. Um, I mean, yeah, the, the lad, is it Eunice Atgun, Rick? Is that how you say it? I, I've still, I'm still worried about Turkish wingers after Cengiz Under, to be honest, who was very hit and miss, more miss than anything. Um, but looking and at Gazal, oh, Gazal yeah. obviously went there, didn't he? Obviously, he's not Turkish, but he had a blinding loan spell and they made it permanent. So, yeah, mm. it's a level that you look at him on paper. Um, and again, he seems to me like the kind of player that we should be signing. He's only 23. It looks like his career's stalled a bit at Gala, but he has played in the Champions League and he's he scored. Uh, and he's got five games at international level for Turkey. So it seems to be a kind of player, again, where there is obviously a bit of talent there. Yeah. And whether we're the place to nurture it um, remains to be seen. We've, we've been cursed since Riyadh. Rick wants me to pronounce Galatasaray again. There we go. <laughs> Love think, it, mate. I don't know. I think Jake might, might have missed that one. <laughs> um, but the Enzo thing really interests me because you can't. you know what I'm going to say. But Brendan was saying this exact thing <laughs> for years and years. Well, 18 months. And in the end, the place became toxic because of what he was saying. And it's, it's fine for the manager to come in and say it now because he's won four out of four and he's still new. And he, he wants to get what, you know, he wants to get his way. And he's seeing how things are being run behind the scenes, which, you know, we have not been happy for a while, but... I think Rick said the same last week. When you've got to integrate players that are not playing, um, things start to potentially, you know, we start to lose games and things can, can tumble very quickly. So it's a risky strategy from the manager to say things like that. Um, but hopefully he does get what he wants. And yeah, we definitely need the right winger in. He looks like he wants a centre-half. I still think we need possibly another striker. Um and I think he said three minimum. Yeah, so I think three. they're the three areas that we need, and obviously we need to we need to shift the players that don't want to be here. Plus Vestergaard for me. Rick, just quickly jump in on that. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, respond about Brendan. Um, <laughs> for... <laughs> saw on <laughs> saw... <laughs> saw on Twitter. Have you seen how wild the Celtic lot are going? Yeah. The Not fuming. Happy, Not happy. But... The I can't believe he went back there. Got knocked out by Kilmarnock, didn't they, in the cup? Just wanted to quickly mention, because it, 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 I about fell off my chair. He says they haven't got enough match winners and they need to bring in some more quality. 
Well, haven't they just won everything yeah. under Postacoglu, like every season and have scored loads of goals? Now, I know they did that under Rodgers as well, but then players left. None of them are left. So Yotta, Yotta really left. Yotta Yot was probably their best player or one of. Yeah. No, he wasn't their best player. <laughs> um, okay. But even so, even so, they've not lost all their match winners because he's gone to Saudi Arabia. So it's horse muck, Brendan. Um, come on. Anyway, I did. I did see one them. tweet saying that the two centre halves were just passing it between themselves the whole game, and I thought, bloody hell, that sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and another Martin. one said, another one said, we've got third season Brendan, not first season Brendan. Oh yes, yeah. that one, that one. Yeah. Right, um, Good. Jack, Suck Jack, it up. mate. Jack, on, 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 on the signings then, mate, um, what, what, what do you think? I mean, is, is Enzo right to be saying that publicly? Oh, yeah, I think he is. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a bit of a gamble. He's taken quite a strong position, hasn't he? Because he's not... Um, exactly, early it's, on. It's, it's really mm. obvious the players that he doesn't want to be there because they're not even making the bench, are they? And, and that might be their reasons as, as well as his reasons, but... You know, from the point of view, I was saying this about Southampton, actually. I, You know, everyone's going, oh, Southampton have made loads of money. But, yeah, they've made all their money with 11 days to go in the transfer window. At least what we did was make the bulk of our money early. You know, Cody's injured, whatever. We got most of our signings in early, actually. So if you look at the team now, the starting 11 and the blokes who came on on Saturday, you'd imagine they'll be with us for, for most of the season. Um barring a silly bid from someone. So I actually quite quite respect the way he's, he's done it. Um, uh, he still put Danny Ward on the bench, which was a little bit strange. Um, but I guess he's he's really trying to prove a point. Um, but oh, he, he's absolutely right. Um, and, you know, I, 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 can, I can get the point that the club want to make decent money out of them, but they're not really going to because no. a lot of them aren't, you know, they're... they're pretty wash some of the players. I mean, Castagna, yeah, we probably could have got 25 million for him a few years ago. We'll be lucky to get 10 now. Um, I mean, it's really interesting about Suter and um, uh, Suter and Christiansen as well, because I thought they'd be perfect players for the championship. Same. And if we paid 15 million for a player now, we'd be like, oh, wow, that's a lot of money. But we did that six months ago and now we're trying to give them away on loan. It's That feels a bit a bit strange to me. So, but no, he's, he's spot on. And actually, I don't think I'd be saying that if, you know, the work he hadn't done already didn't make a lot of sense, but um, everything he's done is making a lot of sense. The idea of getting a right winger who can do what Mavadidi does and just take the pressure off him a little bit, I think will make us so much more creative because I think there'll be a bit more mystery about our play. Um, I still think Cal will score a lot of goals. Uh, so I'm not necessarily sure we'll, we need a striker. Um, but yeah, it, we do need, I don't want Yannick at centre half. And I think we need a viable alternative to Cody and, and Fez. I worry about our physicality a little bit at this level. We've not looked great at corners. Um, so, you know, I would like to see a, a centre back that can dominate in there. We definitely need a right winger. And, and then we probably need another winger that can play either side. I, th- I thought Wanyamasa had a, had a decent game. He looks better on the left to me versus the right because just the way he, he shapes up. Um, but yeah, it, he's right. Just back him. Give him the money. The bloke knows what he's talking about. Yeah. I think um, that's the reality, isn't it? Everything makes sense. And, and it's for as long as you're winning and you're, and you're backing for as long as you're winning. And, and um, yeah, I think he, at this stage, 
from where we're at right now, I think he's he's done enough, hasn't he, to to prove um, or at least get that get that initial backing. You know, until he fails, um, you know, he he deserves every opportunity to to succeed, doesn't he? Um, Lads, we are at the any other stage business of the pod. Jordan, this is usually where you jump in with something you'd like to add before we finish up. Um, has anyone got anything? No? I haven't got sure. anything especially. I, I saw, I mean, I'm not on Twitter, obviously, but I saw there were a few tweets talking about the atmosphere on Saturday. Yeah. Um, I thought it was pretty good from where I was, but I don't is, know. I don't know. It I is interesting. About it. it is interesting now. I've, I've moved because actually when I was in the West End, you could hear L1 and you could hear SK1. Whereas now I can't really hear anything other than SK1. I can barely hear the away fans. So it it must be quite noisy. I don't think the stadium acoustics are particularly good, Um, but I I think the section is great. I'm not, I'm not quite in amongst it in the, in the singing section, but it's, it's pretty noisy. The, I think the crowds have been, pretty good it was pretty we were just under thirty-two thousand on saturday and cardiff returned a load so i mean that's that's actually i I, I, i'm sure the club do know this but considering we've gone down and the season we've had i think the fans have been remarkably loyal and yeah we've all got something to believe in but um but yeah i i thought jordan i was with you i thought the atmosphere was pretty good but um people love a moan don't they Mm. Yeah. Um, interesting. Though, I saw Cardiff tweet that they'd sold out their away end. Um, they had. But, yeah, I know. But w- without pointing out that they'd sent, I think, 800 back. So they, they sold out the tickets that they made available for sale, but didn't make loads of them available for sale and sent them back to the club. But they they tweeted that they'd they'd actually sold out their away allocation. So, yeah, that was um, a very... Um, positive and desperate attempt of a of a spin but anyway uh not important um boys shall we finish things up there i've really enjoyed tonight's pod can i just say one thing yes mate uh i just wanted to give my condolences to john elsom's family uh i know the family i know his nephew uh yeah obviously john was our chairman and uh had some good times under him so yeah pass on my regards okay well done rick nice nice Well said, Rick. Right. Okay, boys. Thank you very much indeed for your time this evening. Really enjoyed it. So up next for us is a trip uh, to Rotherham. Then also we've got that cup game as well. Uh, The following week away to Tranmere. And uh, I promise you at some point I'm going to actually watch 90 minutes of of Leicester again. Um, It's just been one of them them weeks. But luckily uh, these lads are here watching the games for us. But look, thank you for your time once again. Enjoy the week. And we'll be back with you. Yeah, same time next week is Barry. But we know better You're gonna look them in the eyes and say We're gonna do it anyway Do it anyway We're gonna 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 do it anyway Because there's something inside so strong So strong I know that I can make it Though you're doing me wrong, so wrong You thought that my pride was gone Oh, no, no, no There's something inside so strong There's something inside so strong There's something inside so strong Go on, Barry!
Sports Social Podcast Network.